I sure know a lot about TV and movies and music too. So join them for the special show. They want to talk about those things too. It's the Fangirly Show. Hi, and welcome to the Fangirly Show, where smart girls go stupid for pop culture. I'm Ellen. And I'm Whitney. And today we're going to be reviewing fall TV. Um, but let's get started with some fangirl talk. Um, Whitney, what are you squeeing about right now? I am very glad you asked. Uh, so I've got a couple things. First thing is, I don't know if you've heard, and I also I don't know if you care. You probably don't. But after months of speculation, we've finally got like quasi-confirmation that there is a Gilmore Girls reunion in the works. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... That has been giving me infinite squeeze. So, that's been really thrilling. Uh, you don't care about Gilmore Girls at all, do you? I don't. Here's, I mean, I think we've talked about this on the blog before, but my brief thing with the Gilmore Girls, and maybe this is petty of me, but I've had, because my mom and I It definitely is petty of you. Okay, shush. Um, my mom (laughs) and I are very close, and we have a very, um kind of friendly relationship and so I've had everybody and their mother um tell me that I should watch uh the Gilmore Girls and for some reason I the more I have something recommended to me the less I want to watch it I've been very belligerent about watching that show can I just tell you how stupid that is because it hits all of your criteria it is a feel-good show it has ships for days it is a harbor of love it is so hilarious it's like I mean it's the jokes come so hard and so fast it's so funny okay and so you would love it Ellen I, I know and I've watched like a few episodes of it and honestly I listen I you know I love me a good like jokes a minute comedy like I love happy endings I love like arrested I like the ones that are just like subtle jokes um, and I, I know that, that that Gilmore Girls has a, an amount of that, but honestly, they both bug me. And I think her writing style, the Amy Sher, I don't remember her name. Sherman Palladino. Yeah, Palladino. Um, it like kind of grates on me a little bit. Oh my gosh. Are you sure that you're actually not liking it and you're not just being... I don't know. And a like, little and, bit stubborn. And like, no, I, I probably, I recognize that I'm probably being a little stubborn because my roommate loves it and she's like trying to get, she's tried s- several times, shout out Ashley, to get me to watch it, bless her heart. But I, I don't know, like I've tried and like maybe it's my attitude going into it. Like I've put off watching it and also it's like freaking nine or ten seasons or something like that right and it's so it's only eight seasons calm down okay and so um i don't know it might I mean, even be seven i don't know I, I haven't done the math i mean maybe with the new the new revived excitement about this new series of movies or something that they're supposedly doing maybe i might watch the show but i don't know I find that very frustrating, and I take it very personally as well. I don't know why, but... I know. You and, like, pretty much everybody else I talk to who's obsessed with that show, and maybe that's the other reason. It's like, ugh, I just don't get it, like, why everybody seems to love this show so much. Whatever. Uh, okay, real talk for a minute. I think you just haven't given it a shit, like a, like a genuine chance. Okay, that's fair enough. All right. Okay. <laughs> 
but sorry, I cut into, I cut it, I ruined, I'm like raining on your parade of the news this week. Yeah, you really are. I didn't mean for it to yeah, end sorry. in this direction. Sorry, I didn't yeah, mean to so. it either. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm really happy about it, and you're evidently not. No, so. I am very happy for all of my numer- numerous friends who love that show. I'm very happy for them, because I've been in that position where it's good news about something that you love. So I am happy for Gilmore Girls fans. I just happen to not be one of those people. That's very big of you, Ellen. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> So do you want to go? Okay. I won't go on too much about this because I wrote a post about it at um, fangirly.com. But I am very in love and over the moon with the new trailer of Star Wars. I love, love, love that it doesn't... Like, I still don't know what the movie's about. That drives me a little crazy. But I also love that everybody kind of... Because this is supposedly the last trailer... So everybody gets to go into the movie not knowing really what it's about. And I think that that's going to be, like, we don't get that anymore. And I'm really excited yeah. about that. I I think it looks so amazing. My problem is that I like to try and go in with as low expectations as I possibly can for a movie. Um, so <laughs> That I'm, ship has sailed yeah, so I know. hard. <laughs> um, so... I'm trying to temper my excitement a little bit. I have two months to do it, but I'm I'm just really excited. And I'm even more excited that maybe Whitney and I will get to go see it together. Huh, Whit? I know! I'm pretty excited about that, too. The prospect of seeing you over the holidays is always a thrill. Yes, as it should be. The yes. other thing that I am squeeing about this week is... This week, I just decided to kind of thematically with Star Wars trailer, I rewatched all of Firefly and Serenity and was just reminded about how much I freaking love that show and how much I love Serenity too. I think that Serenity was a really good cap to that show. And I was, I would be watching the show and then a new episode would start and I would be like, oh my gosh, I forgot about this episode. This episode's so amazing. And I would just say that <laughs> about every episode. And I just love that show. If anybody out there hasn't watched Firefly, I highly recommend and think you should watch it. And for Firefly Flans, Firefly Flans, Fire? Firefly, <laughs> Fire, hold on, I will get it this time. Okay, go. Firefly fans. Yes. I got it. Okay. Got it. Good job. For those subset of people like if you haven't watched serenity and you're a fan of the show please watch serenity because it's i can't imagine that there's somebody who like doesn't love the show that hasn't watched serenity but maybe there is i i choose to believe that as well but on the off chance that that person exists like do yourself a massive favor and go watch that movie because you'll love every second of it it's it is really good are you squeeing about anything else i mean always but Okay, I will bring up, okay, so today I was watching, this is, now this is a deep cut, but there is a show on in the UK, (laughs) and it's not even on over here, so I have to, like, find it through some less nefarious, like, some more nefarious uh, means, but there's a show. You're like a TV pirate. I am. (laughs) Um, It's called Gogglebox, which is a very strange name, but... It's basically British people watching TV, watching British TV, and it's just like records these what? people watching TV, and it sounds like the weirdest premise in the world, 
but I freaking love this show. It sounds awful. No, Whitney, you would love it. I, I will have to find an episode <laughs> and send it to you. It's because they're just like, have... they're, it's so, they're really funny and they're like adorable, these little families oh. and things. Like there's this like older couple who I love. And they're watching shows that most of the time I don't even know what they are, but I still love it. It's so, it's so good and really funny. And I also have learned a lot about oh. British politics because of it. But so like that was just bringing me innumerable joy today because um, I I love it. It's hilarious. I just like crack up it's, at my desk watching it. That is the craziest premise because you say that, and all I can think is like. I'm flashing back to watching your brothers play video games for hours on end and how unentertaining that was. And that's that's what I'm thinking about. But imagine if my brothers were like cute little old people with British accents. Does that like up and if they were funny while doing it? Yeah, but I always picture your brothers that way. And it hasn't worked yet. <laughs> you always picture my brothers as old British people. <laughs> do you have anything else besides Gilmore Girls that you're loving this week? I do, Ellen. Tell this me. is a little self-aggrandizing, so I'll I'll be quick about oh, okay. it. Okay. But we got some fan mail, Ellen. Oh my goodness. I know. Can you believe it? No, I can't. <laughs> I know. Me neither. <laughs> I'm struggling with it as well. So I'm just gonna go ahead and read it if that's okay. Oh no. Because it's. Okay. I mean. I think I know what this is. Are you ready? Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> So this was in response to last week, which was our only other episode, so <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah. And it is from our friend, Amanda Taylor. She says, I am being your creepy biggest fan right now, but hi, Ellen and Whitney. And then she proceeds to tell us what she would do in our last episode's Mary Boff Kill situation. Which was so she what? says tell us. She would marry the Flash. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She would marry the Flash slash Barry Allen. Because he's the closest thing to Peter Parker, and he has powers, not just toys and muscles. Mm -hmm. She says she would boff the Green Arrow slash Oliver Queen, because it's the perfect use for toys and muscles. <laughs> uh, she would kill Daredevil and Matt Murdock. She never liked the guy and is not into the whole Catholic no contraception thing. <laughs> totally understandable. Uh, she goes on to say that she absolutely loves the podcast. She cannot wait for us to tighten things up and start rolling them out more regularly. So thank you, Amanda Taylor. Yes, thanks, we Amanda. We appreciate your support. She's always a good supporter of us. But I would also... She seems like a cool chick. I would also like to point out that our cousin, Chelsea, pointed out that the Flash may be over with things <laughs> in a flash. And I concur with that. So I stand by whoa, whoa. my... Whoa, Give Barry some credit. I stand by my killing of Barry Allen. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm married to him now, so I guess there's <laughs> nothing I can really do about it, but <laughs> till death do us part. Okay. Because Mary Boff Kill is binding. I was, I'll be honest, I, uh, I was just looking at that Disney prince face and I wasn't really thinking about the logistics of his speedy superpowers in the bedroom. Well, so. these are things you need to take into consideration. I'm glad we have Chelsea. I'm young. I'm, I'm naive. I don't think about these things. Yeah. So. Thanks, Chelsea, for shattering the illusion. <laughs> Jerk. Okay, so we thought we would talk about fall TV season. So we're pretty now well into it. So for today we thought we would review some of our picks and disappointments of the season thus far. Um, among some of the new shows are Quantico, The Muppets, Limitless, The Grinder, and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend from all of your various networks. So Whitney, among those new shows, what are you enjoying so far? I, okay, 
my new shows are very tentative right now because I haven't really found a show that I'm in love with this season. Mm -hmm. But the shows that I picked for our, like, our hits um, are shows that I think have potential mm -hmm. and shows that I think could probably go somewhere. So the ones that I picked are Blind Spot on NBC. I think it's on NBC. Yes. yes. And and Heroes Reborn also on NBC. Oh, an NBC girl. Okay. Yeah, so all the way. Tell me what you're enjoying about those. Uh okay, Blind Spot specifically, I kind of like the premise. I think it's a little weird, which is nice these days mm -hmm. because I'm just like I'm swimming in crime procedurals and I love Jamie Alexander. Can't help it. She's yeah. a babe. Yeah, she's. Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm liking her as the kind of the mysterious female lead. I'm not so thrilled with. I think his name is Sullivan Stapleton. I don't have, you know, IMDb right in front of me. Mm -hmm. But he's sort of playing like the like the broody FBI male lead, and it's just it's not doing as much for me. Mm -hmm. Although it does also feature Ashley Johnson. And uh, Jordana, uh, Jordana Shapiro. Did you know that um, uh, Alex Johnson, um, she used to do the voice of Gretchen on Recess. A little trivia. I did know that. Yeah. Oh, yes, I know. Yeah, that's a fun fact. <laughs> yeah, that is a fun fact. Um, thank you. Um, so I watched the pilot of that. <laughs> I haven't watched any more. I did really like the pilot, but I just haven't gotten around to watching more of it. Um, and I came into the pilot late because my mom is my mom and dad are really liking Blind Spot, and they told me to check it out. So I think that's a good pick. I think the I mean the pilot was definitely strong, and so I, I'm I support you. I it's that. it's not without its problems. Like yeah. I <laughs> I can acknowledge that it it has some things to iron out. I ugh, I'm trying to think. It kind of feels like. Um, do you watch The Blacklist? Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I feel like it's what The Blacklist was trying to do in its first season. And it feels kind of like more like a more high-concept procedural, you know, where... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I like it, and I'm interested to see where it's going to go. So that's my one of my picks for new shows. Okay, and then you had Heroes Reborn. Do you... What else? What? Yeah, Heroes Reborn. I'm all over it. Yeah? I know. You didn't watch the original Heroes, did no, you? No, I didn't. I know, and I've... And I've been told that I, I should. I'm not quite as stubborn about that one as I am about Gilmore Girls. But, uh, I don't even want to talk about yeah, that anymore. Okay, let's move past it. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think our relationship can take some more Gilmore Girls talk. <laughs> the thing that I like about Heroes Reborn is that it's like it's very it's like it's basically a continuation of the original. Like it's very very similar in tone, which is makes sense because it's made by all the same people. And Zachary Levi plays a bad guy, right? Zachary Levi. He well. Uh -huh. He's he's like an ant. I don't know. I don't know how to really categorize Zachary Levi at this point. He's he's like a really good-looking bad guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, but he's a bad. He's guy. like he's too handsome and like ugh. his face is like just too precious. Like you can't take him too seriously as a villain. I think he'll redeem himself. Okay, just because he's good-looking. I have a very complicated relationship with Zachary <laughs> I was Levi. Say, just because he's good-looking, you think he's gonna redeem himself? Yeah, I like to think so. I mean, don't good-looking people usually get a second chance? <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> I think they do, too. So, this season, I am... So, I have two comedies, which is not really surprising for me, because that's generally what I tend to gravitate towards. I'm definitely a comedy girl. Um, mm -hmm. Coincidentally, both of my comedies are on the same network, same night, and within the same hour. Huh. I am really liking wow. The Grinder 
and grandfathered. I think I prefer the grinder. It's I think it's really funny and especially for a comedy I think it's having a really strong start. Comedies I think generally and I've talked about this on the vlog before for sure but I definitely think that comedies should be given at least six episodes to um, kind yes. of find their groove and you know I think that comedy more than anything you need to kind of get, build the chemistry and um, but I think that they have started off really strong. Roblo is really funny um, as and he kind of plays this really handsome lawyer procedural <laughs> thing really Wait, well. Wait, he's handsome. And how did they? He is. How did they do that? <laughs> Through science. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how they cracked that. <laughs> that he's, code. <laughs> he's very unfortunate looking normally. Fred Savage is really funny, and I think he's been served well. He's been like off directing comedy for a really long time now. He's been. I know he's directed a bunch of. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. But I just think the show is really funny. And honestly, my favorite part, if you're watching the show, you'll probably concur. But Fred, the kid who plays Fred Savage's son, is hilarious. And I don't say that about kids in anything very often. But he's really funny. And he's kind of, like, obsessed with his uncle's show and watching it all the time and is very like kind of wise beyond his years and it's he's really funny <laughs> he's like my favorite part I of the really show. like kids in comedies who seem kind of world weary you know yeah and he's a really good kid actor which I feel like uh, you know a lot of other shows are suffering from these days and mm -hmm. then grandfathered I I really like as well to a little bit of a lesser degree than the grinder but I think yet again another like handsome dude of the 80s trying yeah. his hand at another comedy <laughs> and he is very handsome like it's kind of ridiculous how good looking John Stamos is like he's he's wearing it well he's wearing the age well I know and that's another one that I that I see that one growing more than I see than I am with Grinder. like the first episode I was kind of like okay that's kind of cute but then kind of with like the second and third episode um it kind of they're finding their way a little bit more and John Stamos mm -hmm. is really funny. The show's really cute. I really love Paget Brewster as um, <laughs> the the baby mama or baby grandma in this situation, who John Stamos, you know, fathered the child with, who has a child of his own. She's really funny. I I'm a fan of hers to begin with, but she's really good on the show. And so yeah, those are the two that I am digging the most, probably. And I haven't watched either of them, so that's good to know. I think I'll, I'll yeah, give you them should a check look. them out. I think they're yeah, I think they're both um, they're both really funny. We really love my roommate and I really love the grinder. Um, so that's the one that we've been most excited to watch every week but fox has been churning out some really good comedies in the last couple of years yeah they have been i've been a fan of most of them yes okay so on us on a sadder note what shows are you not liking as much this season oh this one was much easier for me okay my first <laughs> one <laughs> I sounded like a jerk no my first one was rosewood on fox not because okay. like it's terrible i don't think it's terrible it's just not good and i feel like i have plenty to watch without investing any time in something that i don't a see any potential in or b just love right off the bat yeah i mean it's like it's just your normal crime procedural it's a little gimmicky in that he has like some kind of heart condition so his life expectancy is 
shorter than your average person. I don't know. It's it's just a little trite. Yeah. Yeah. Have you um, have you watched it at all? I haven't. And that's the I was going to say with with the shows that I'm about to say I'm disappointed in. I haven't watched every show. So the ones that are Mm-hmm. Like oh, I haven't either. Obvious, yeah, the ones that obviously look bad to me, I'm not going to say because I haven't watched. So, like, I haven't watched Dr. Ken, which I'm sure is probably one of the bigger disappointments of the season. <laughs> but I didn't watch it because no I doubt. have no interest in it. So I'll go with I'll go with my first disappointment and then we'll get back to one of yours. Um, so my first, and I'm not, when I'm about, what I'm about to say, I'm not fully disappointed in it. I'm still watching it because I hold hope, but I think maybe I went in with it, into it, with um, too high of expectations. So it's not a colossal failure. It's just like, uh, I want this to be better. And it's the Muppets. It makes me sad that I'm saying this because mm. I love the Muppets. Um, <laughs> like, I was the biggest, I loved Muppet Babies. That was like my jam as a kid. And I love I love the Muppets, and I really liked the premise of kind of the Muppets in a Thirty Rock setting because that's like <laughs> taking two of my loves and putting them into one show. I think that the show is is funny and charming and has really good moments. And like I think the last episode that just aired, I think it was last week, was was good and it kind of made me think, okay, it's. I think it's getting there. I'm I'm still on board. I'm still there, but it's a show that I'm wishing was better, if that makes sense. That makes total sense. Yeah. So what's your next disappointment? My next disappointment, I can't really call it a disappointment because I never really had expectations for it in the first place. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> I... So against my better judgment, I watched Quantico, mm-hmm. and it was just a slaughter. I hated it. And I only got I, I only got through the pilot. Yeah, I I watched the pilot and I'm kind of I'm kind of the same. Like I know I know that there's a lot of people who are loving it and maybe uh-huh. um it took more episodes, but maybe I'm just not willing to give it that time. Yeah, the first episode I was just kind of like, "Mm, it feels like it's trying too hard to be a Shonda show." Yes. Oh my gosh, it like reeked of a show that was trying really hard to be Scandal or something. And I just, I really, I hate a show where you can't find something to like about your main characters. Yeah. I just, I, I, I hated really everybody on that show and I couldn't find any redeeming qualities in almost every character on that show. Like with the exception of maybe one. But I can't remember his name, so there's no point really bringing it up. But no, they were all pretty despicable. They're all pretty despicable, and then I think because like you're supposed to kind of doubt everybody that's on the show, having to look at everybody with like a critical eye, it made me just not like any of them. It's nothing special, so I don't see any point in really pursuing it much farther. I I came to the same conclusion. Oh, cool. (laughs) Um, my second disappointment is um, going to have to be Scream Queens. Oh, that bums me out. Does it? Um, yeah. I so like the first episode. I was like, I can't tell if I like this. Like, there's things that are funny about it, <laughs> and I'm not against like a dark comedy or even a campy, you know, horror. I can't really tell what it's trying to be. Maybe that's part of my problem. 
Mm -hmm. but I think I've just come to the conclusion that I don't really like it that much. I I listen to a podcast uh, of NPR's called the Pop Culture Happy Hour, and in their reviews of the show, Linda Holmes, who hosts the show, she brought up the point that Ryan Murphy likes to have beautiful women say awful things. Like, he takes a certain level of enjoyment out of that, and I think I'm he just... He really does. Yeah, and I think I'm just over that. <laughs> That's another one that I'm still kind of watching, but it's a show that I'm watching, and it feels like homework to watch it. It's like, okay, I gotta watch Scream Queens, because that mm-hmm. seems to be the one that a lot of people are talking about. So, yeah, that's my feelings about that show. But you like it? No, I haven't even started watching it yet. I'm so behind. Oh, uh, okay. But it was one that I was looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, no, same. I was, I mean, like, I was too, I, and it seemed to be the one that was kind of getting the most buzz. It is pretty buzzy. Yes, uh, and there's things definitely to enjoy about it, and I do kind of want to know who <laughs> the killer is still, <laughs> but I just am not buying what they're throwing down, I guess, is basically the gist of it. Okay, is do you have a fundamental problem with like slasher movies? Because maybe that's where this is coming from. No, not at all. Oh. I mean, like, not particularly. It's not my first choice, oh. but... Oh, I've, I've... Nerd. I mean, like, so I watch a lot of... I mean, and I especially like, like, horror comedies. Um, like, I think mm-hmm. of Shaun of the Dead or What We Do in the Shadows and, you know, things like that. Or, like, even Cabin in the Woods. Um, anything like... You know, I like those things and things that kind of subvert mm-hmm. the genre. But... This just feels like it's trying to be, it's tr- it just seems to be trying too hard to me. And also, I think... I feel that way about a lot of Ryan Murphy shows, though. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where I, I've, I've just had to, like, come to that conclusion with, like, me and Ryan Murphy. And also, I think Abigail <laughs> Breslin looks really awful with really blonde hair, like she has on that show. She should be more of a brunette or a dirty blonde. <laughs> that's... Agreed. <laughs> Ugh. It's just doing nothing for her coloring. <laughs> anyway. I can't really speak to Scream Queens yet, but I will watch it and report back. Okay, you do that. And, like, because I, I know people who are liking it, and that's I, I that's fine. I think that there are things to enjoy, but it's just not working for me, personally. But is it all the same people who are, like, diehard fans of Glee to the very end? Uh, like, not necessarily. He has kind of a following. Yeah. Okay, so just to kind of, I mean, we know, obviously we know the returning shows, but um, what is at least one show that is is returning that you are liking the new season of so far? So, I'm torn on this one because the show that I picked <coughs> is The Mindy Project, okay. which got picked up by Hulu, except you can't watch it without a Hulu subscription. Like, they'll let you watch the first episode of the season, and then you have to subscribe to Hulu to watch the rest. Oh, and the really? first episode was so good. And I am dying to watch the rest of it. But I don't really want to pay seven bucks a month to watch one show. Mm. You should just bum off my mom's Hulu Plus account like I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the details later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's definitely do that. <laughs> or on the air, either way. That'll go over well. Um, yeah, I've, so I've watched, uh, more than one episode of the new season, and it's good, it's, it's cute, it's kind of, I mean, I can see, like, cuts in budget, but... Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun that they get to be a little less than, you know, a little bit, hmm, dirtier than, like, what they could do on mm-hmm. network, and, um, but it still feels like the show, 
And yeah, it's been cute. There was one moment in particular when she was making a comment about how much time she has spent on Danny's carpet. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is a whole new Mindy. <laughs> Not that that show was ever, you know, squeaky clean, yeah. but <laughs> I think we're in for like probably more of that. My, so I had a hard time picking which of my like returning shows I'm digging the most. We talked a lot about S.H.I.E.L.D. last week, so I won't say anything about more about that, but that's one of them that I'm liking a lot. I'm really liking Brooklyn Nine-Nine so far. I was kind of missing Captain Holt, but spoiler, he um, is back now, so I'm excited about that, and I'm liking Jake and... Was he, he, never, um, he was never really gone, though. Like, he was in... Yeah, but, like, I missed having him there with... Right, uh, but if they were going to really get rid of him, like, he wouldn't have been there at all. So I think everybody knew yeah. he was coming back. Um, I'm, and Jake and Amy are really cute, and I'm liking that. But the show that I feel like I want to, like, talk about the most, <laughs> just because I feel like more people should be watching it, is Last Man on Earth. I really like that show. It's really funny, and Will Forte's character, Phil, or Tandy, depending where he is. He can be a little infuriating just because he's does really stupid things. But I kind of like... But uh, that is the point. Like, that is the whole point to his character is he's not a great person. Yeah, and I kind of chalk it up to um, he's he was alone by himself for who knows how long. And so I think that that probably does something to your brain, <laughs> like, on a you know, scientific level where sure. it just kind of messes with you. And then the you. next person you see is Kristen Schaal, and you're like, <laughs> okay. She's great on that show. I just, I love she the cast. She is hilarious on that show. I don't want to say too much about the cast because it's kind of better if you don't know anything about the show heading into it, but I think it's really great. It's totally different from a lot of anything on TV, really, especially anything on network t TV, and I just think it's really great, and I want to know more about Jason Sudeikis' character, and I won't say anything more about that, but I want to know what's going on. So I, I stopped watching, I don't know why, I think I just kind of forgot about it. It wasn't that I didn't like it, I actually enjoyed it a lot, but I ended up stopping right at the point where January Jones showed up, so that okay. was kind of a coup. Yeah, so I just spoiled something for you, but you should keep watching because it's really funny, and yeah, I really like that show, and this season's been good as well, so I recommend that one. Also, it's nice to see Will Forte again, because I he hasn't really done a whole lot since he left SNL, and it's nice to see him doing something. Yeah, and he's really funny on the show, too, so. And he's really yeah. funny. It's got a really good cast, and it's just great, so I think you should watch that. It's got, and it's really great to watch, that's a really great one to watch live, because um, they're, they throw in a lot of surprises. There's a really great, uh, cameo this season that I don't want to say anything about, but it's, it's a really great one because they, it's kind of like the Star Wars trailer. They like to say as little about <laughs> the show in the promos as they can so that there's these moments where you're just like, oh, and so that's, it's a really fun one to watch. Well, I don't think that show is a great... I don't think that's a great binge show anyway, just because, like you said, Will Forte's character can be really frustrating, and if you yeah. don't have a really high tolerance for that, you're gonna, it's gonna start to grate on you, and you're gonna start to not like the show as much, so yeah, I agree, yeah. keep, keep it as like a week-to-week -week kind of thing, and it'll yeah. play a lot better for you. Yeah, I agree with that as well. So which returning show are, has kind of been a disappointment to you so far this season? Um, I've had a couple, so... Obviously, like, we talked about American Horror Story a little bit last week. 
Mm -hmm. I'm not loving that quite as much as I would like. Yeah, that would be my pick. I'm pretty disappointed with American Horror Story. Okay, that's probably a good pick. And I, um, and it, that's a hard one to talk about because you haven't watched it, but it's, it's just, it's gross. I don't. <laughs> that show has always been pretty gross and always been yeah. really hard to watch. But I, I, I used to think that there were lines that even they wouldn't cross, and apparently I was really wrong about that. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't watch it, but I've heard things, and I, I, I've heard murmurings that this season is not as well-liked as others. The seasons of that show that have been the best are, like, Asylum and Coven, where they're, they're like, those are the two easiest seasons to watch, because I think they focus more on, like, the actual characters and about all the horrific things that are happening to the characters, so, yeah. yeah. That's all I really have to say about American Horror Story. Okay. Um, mine, I'm going to go with Gotham. I Gotham, I was enjoying last season, which I know that that's not a universal statement. Um, <laughs> but I I kind of liked, I like the premise, but I like the premise as following, you know, Jim Gordon and kind of the different cases that Gotham can get than your mm-hmm. average procedural and you know i liked i like the idea of like a smattering of batman mythology and batman villains um for him to face but i don't think that it needs to be every episode um so with this season which is like rise of the villains i don't think that that is the direction that i wanted the show to go in i also i've never liked the abundance of bruce wayne in the show i don't think you don't like bat baby i love bat baby no i think i think that he should have just been somebody that they kind of cut to every even every other episode or every few episodes just to kind of like see what he's up to but i don't need to know what right baby Bruce Wayne and Alfred are doing at every step of, I think, like, their story is the least interesting of all the characters. And it's because Bruce Wayne doesn't become Batman when he's 12, you know? And so, come back to him. It doesn't... (laughs) I don't need to know what he is doing at all phases of his life. I I kind of liked it. I liked the relationship between Gordon and Bullock and, you know, seeing their different cases and trying to fight the powers of Gotham and the, you know, I think Penguin is a fine character. I think they just really need to limit. I think that they're trying too hard to cram it full of these people who they can be like, hey, look who we have. And they don't need to do that. I don't think maybe they need feel they need to for marketing purposes, but I liked the show better when they weren't doing that. I think for me, like, that show actually works as a procedural just because it's a story we already know. Like, you don't need to evolve that story too much because, like, we all know what happens and we all know the characters. So, yeah. Agreed. Um, so those are our feelings about fall TV. You can let us know what you are liking or not liking over at fangirly.com or you can email us at fangirlyfangirls at gmail.com. And just let us know what you're liking this season, either new or returning. And we'd love to hear from you. Now to close out the show, we are going to play a game of truth or dare. Fangirly style. Fangirly style being pop culture themed and dares that we can do over the medium of audio only. So 
Um, Whitney and I have each prepared a truth and a dare for each other. I'm terrified as to what Whitney's going to make me do on this podcast. You should be. <laughs> do you? I'll let you start. You can ask me a truth or a dare. Okay, Ellen, truth or dare? I'll go. Do you want to just get it out of the way? Or I was going like... say, I'm like trying to decide. <laughs> do I want... Well, and I don't know which one's going to be more embarrassing. Uh, okay, I'll go with dare. Let's do it. Okay, so for my dare, I think that I want you to do... A celebrity impression lightning round. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start shouting out characters, and I would like you to do an impression over... I can't do impressions. (laughs) On the air. (laughs) Too bad. That's your dare, buddy. Okay, how long does this have to last? Are you ready? Okay, how long does this have to last, and how many people are you going to throw at me? I need, like, three serviceable impressions from you. That's all I'm asking. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. Okay, three. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Marlon Brando. Only good for the... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go. What was that? I didn't catch that. That wasn't my godfather. (laughs) Make him an offer he can't refuse. (laughs) On this, the day of your brother's wedding. (laughs) See? Oh, we're getting... You're doing my dare. Okay, perfect. Okay, go. Next yeah, one. sorry, I can't help but interject. Okay, number two, Gilbert Gottfried. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Aladdin, and now I do Aflac commercials. <laughs> okay, number three, uh, uh, Christopher Walken. Oh. I gotta have the cow, but I don't know. <laughs> I got, I got a prescription. A <laughs> I got a fever. That's what it is. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. I'm such a good impressionist. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are picking this up, but I'm so good. Uh, no, you did really, really well. Oh, thank you, Winnie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is that all I have to do? Like, like, to be fair, you did. Yeah, you did way, way better than I expected you to. So how about that? <laughs> I'm glad you had such low expectations for me. Oh, they were very, very low. Okay, Whitney, uh, truth or dare? Um, dare. Okay. <laughs> Something you may or may not know about Whitney is that when we were kids, we used to have slumber parties, and she would bring over, or we would have to rent the, like, catalog of Brendan Fraser movies, um, because Whitney loved <laughs> Brendan Fraser. <laughs> What do you mean loved? Why are you saying that in the past tense, Ellen? (laughs) Okay, sorry. Whitney loves Brendan Fraser. He has still got it. (laughs) um, So Whitney's dare is to come up with, on the spot, either a love song or a love poem dedicated to Brendan (laughs) Fraser. (laughs) Ever since I I lost my beloved Brendan... My heart has had a real hard time mending. Uh, I I wish that we could blast from the past, but but sadly, I wasn't in that cast. You know what? Never mind. I want to do a song. I want to do a song. I changed my mind. <laughs> Are you yes, ready? I'm ready. I'm so ready. <clears throat> Whitney and Brandon. Whitney and Brandon. Loving forever. 
because he's the mummy killer and she's you know like a like an okay girl <laughs> and they can make it work because they've got love that's true <laughs> and Whitney and Brandon forever because that's what lovers do okay I'm done yeah <laughs> That was beautiful. I hope that he hears that someday. Thank you. <laughs> I like to think that he has already heard it. Like it was carried on the wind right to him. <laughs> okay, your turn. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Because now you have to do my yeah, truth. Okay. So there's here's my truth. Ellen. Okay. This is gonna cause like a permanent fracture in our relationship, oh, no. but I have to ask okay. it. Because that's the rules of the game, buddy. Okay. Ellen. Yeah. The TV gods have come to you, and they they give you the power to bestow true love and happiness to one ship. But only one, okay? So, you are offered three ships. It's Emma Swan and Hook, oh, no. okay. Fitz and Simmons, oh, no. Chuck Bartowski and Sarah Walker oh. from Chuck. Okay. And Ellen, you are only allowed to give one of them a happy ending, and the other two couples are either going to end in death, disease, or divorce. Oh no. Oh no. Who are you going to pick? <laughs> okay. Oh gosh. <laughs> um think about it. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Um Okay. D but like Chuck and Sarah already like were married. Like the show ended with them like I mean, not complete well you haven't finished it, so I won't spoil it too much, but... Yeah, don't say anything. But, but think about it. If you if you don't choose Chuck and Sarah, then that means that they never get together. You'll be denying oh them gosh. their love. Whitney, you're such a brat. Okay. Um, ah! And it's really hard because I'm definitely going through a Fitzsimmons phase right now. I know. Gosh, but who needs... And you love Hook and Emma who Swan, so... Who needs it the most? Who needs it the most? Yeah, who needs it the most, Ellen? <laughs> think. Oh gosh. Who's gotta have it? Okay. I oh gosh. Um this is really like my Sophie's choice. I think I'm going to go with Captain Hook and Emma Swan. Oh no, my gosh. That means that Fitz and Simmons <laughs> are just Fitz and Simmons. Don't, this is really and hard for Chuck me. And, Chuck and Sarah. <laughs> Never get married. Okay, but here's okay. Oh my god. Here's my stop. Okay. Think of all the lives okay, you just ruined. Shush. Um, I the reason I'm picking them <laughs> is because they have both had very difficult pasts. She was an orphan <laughs> who like never felt loved in her life, and oh. Hook has been alive for 300 years trying to, you know, avenge. The murderer of his former true love but now he has true love with Emma and so I think that I want them to have the happiness well maybe you should explain that to Fitzsimmons and Sarah okay, and Chuck shush. because I'm sure they'd love to hear your rationale <laughs> okay you need to stop that because that's very rude um I'm sorry I'm just really good this at this scenario they the those other people like aren't incapable of ever finding love with someone else right they just can't be together i get that yeah right? okay so so i think yeah, that yeah. those two are those other couples are capable of finding 
love what oh, Fitzsimmons though that's really hard because they're both <laughs> like working on a different level and mentally and are well matched in that that's really rude of you I I think I need like for my emotional state I need to move past that question <laughs> I gave I'm sticking with my answer okay but let's it was move very on. My difficult turn. Okay. You're welcome. I'm going to go with, um, I had two options for truth, but I'll save my other one. So in your, in your opinion, Whitney, this is your truth. Who is the most boffable cartoon character? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, define cartoon character. Are we talking about like the entire Disney catalog or? No, it just needs to be someone that's animated. Oh, easy. Okay. I can give you like three or four. (laughs) Okay. Give me three Okay. Or four. <laughs> I'm gonna start. How about let's just do like a top five? Okay. So okay. I would say Aladdin from the movie Aladdin. Okay. Because it's a good choice. He he's like very swarthy, and I like his little vest. Um. Okay, Ellen, okay. I'm taking this seriously. Okay. Can you also take this seriously, please? Okay. Okay, go. Okay, Aladdin because he's swarthy and a vest. Um. Oh, and also he has a monkey and. Well, and also he's cute. Um, I don't. I don't really want to know how the the monkey works into this. <laughs> Believe me, Ellen, the monkey works into it. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, go on. <laughs> the monkey gets incorporated. Okay. Uh, also, Simba. Simba is oh, so Whitney. hot. It's no. I know. I know. Ellen, these aren't feelings that I'm proud of, but they're real. So. Yeah, definitely Simba. Okay. Oh gosh. Um, also, Max from the Goofy movie. <laughs> okay. I really like Max. Um, okay. I just, yeah, as a cartoon character, I like a guy that takes after his dad. Also, <laughs> I like that baggy red sweatshirt. He also has really good taste in music because if you don't know this about us, and you probably don't, Ellen and I are avid fans of Powerline. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> the, uh, the featured pop star in the Goofy movie. Yeah. Also, that brings me to number two, Powerline from the Goofy <laughs> movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So definitely, yeah. Okay. So far, also, I just want to point out that three of your top five are animals, but continue. <laughs> Yeah, but if they're like, if they're anthropomorphic animals, I don't think it counts. Like, if I had picked, like, the horse from Mulan, I think we'd be having a different conversation. Okay, but Simba is very much a lion. Yes, he's very much a lion, but he has Matthew Broderick's voice. He has normal human expressions. Okay. Um, okay. Also, he's the friggin' king of pride. Oh my gosh, you're making me so mad. Okay, so Powerline, I'll get, I'll grant you that one. Um, who's your okay, number one? Thank you. My number one, <clears throat> and this should come as no surprise, uh, Dimitri from Anastasia. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. <laughs> he he is a bit of a reckless con, and he knows how to handle himself in a scrap. And he has a very strong jawline and a good head of hair. And I think who does his voice? Why can't I think of who does? John Cusack. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I thought. Yeah, yeah. Okay. if you ever have um, any, like, questions about the cast of Anastasia, I'm your girl. 
<laughs> I think for the record, I would go with Sterling Archer from Archer as the oh, cartoon. Oh, I didn't character. even think about that. <laughs> but like but like let's say that you were like boffing him and then you like close your eyes for a minute and then all you hear is Bob Belcher's voice. Well, I'm that I think that's too, why yeah. I, yeah, I think that's kind of why I'm like attracted to H. John Benjamin a little bit. I'm like, your voice is like doing things for me right now. <laughs> Yeah, he can he can pull off kind of the frumpy dad and the the sexy spy. So, <laughs> okay, I think, I think on that note we've done enough giggling for this episode. So I'm just gonna say um, thank you for listening to this episode of the Fangirly Show. Um, if you want to weigh in on all of these things that we have talked about, you can email us at fangirlyfangirls at gmail.com or come over and comment on fangirly.com and we would love to hear from any and all of you. Don't um, be shy. Th- yeah, thanks so much for all the comments that we got on the first episode. Um, we've really loved from hearing from you, even though most of you are friends and family. We still love <laughs> part of our gym pool, yeah. <laughs> So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. It's the f-